Greetings, everyone. Vernon Sheridan here with the Traveling Pulpit. And I got a question. Where did all the hate come from? I mean, when you think, when you, when, when you think long and hard about that question, where did the hate come from? You know, in, in, our, in our day and time, we can very easily say, oh, hate comes from the White House. You're wrong. We can honestly say that hate comes from racist police officers. You're wrong. We can say hate comes from angry black people. You're wrong. Hate in itself. It began in the Garden of Eden. In the book of Genesis, that is where hate began. And you will either be surprised or you will not be surprised that man is the origin of this hate. Man himself is the origin of this hate. And you know why this hate has, 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 has such a, a prevent, pre- presence in our day and time? Because, you know, because it comes from men because man is mad at God. He's mad at God. And he can't lash out at God, so he lashes out at the people who serve God. Case in point, racism. It's a big deal in this society. It, it is not just this society that racism raises its ugly head out against it is in every society that has been and every society that will be so long as we are on this earth you have the police officers or the boys in blue they they mainly uh go after anyone and yes i said anyone they feel they can throw their power upon. They just don't go after black people. Truth be told, they go after white people also. What it is, is we don't see that on the evening news. We don't see that on the national news because all all we see is uh, police officers going after black people. So there is there is an, 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 an origin of hate there that is growing in black people for police officers. Yes, police officers have been uh, sworn to protect and serve. And we see some of them not doing that, not doing the very thing that they took an oath to do. But does that make all police officers hate filled? We see church bombings throughout the world. You know, one, one group or one religious group bomb and kill another religious group simply because of the differences of belief. See, that hate comes from within. That hate has to have a place to be, to be, to be conceived and to be birthed. And that is in the very heart of man. So over in Genesis, 
Man was created by God. In fact, I'm going to make that our first point today. Man was created by God. See, in Genesis, in the book of Genesis, the creation story is the only story in the Bible that does not have an eyewitness account. It's true. Look, look uh, you know, uh, when you have some time, look it up for yourself. There is no eyewitnesses in the book of in, 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 the, in the creation story. It is not until you get after Adam and Eve that you have eyewitnesses. But during the creation, the creation story, there were no witnesses. God did these things from his mouth, creating the world, and then from his hands, creating man, and then breathing into man the breath of life. So you see, it is, it, it is, it is God's breath that gives the blood life. You know, science says that, that, that blood is the life of a human being, but it is God's breath that gave blood the life to be the life source of a human being. Let me find real quick for you. In Genesis two, let's start at two and five. This is the sixth day before God rested on the seventh day. And the earth was, the earth was completed and every, everything that is on the earth is on the earth except the man. And verse five says, when no bush of the field was yet in the land and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land. There was no man to work the ground and a mist was going up from the land and watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living creature. See, it is only by God's creation. It is only by God's formation and it is only by God's breath that we live. This is something science cannot reproduce. Yeah, they can reproduce animals, you know, they call it cloning, but animals don't have a soul. Animals were created by God. And man is imitating that, 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 that very thing by cloning, but he cannot create man because man has a soul. And that soul comes from God's breath. And without God's breath, that thing that they're trying to clone will never have life. I was re- I was listening to a story where they're going to start doing, um, uh, I think it's DNA meat, to where they're going to take away uh, the way we eat meat. And they're going to reproduce it by using the DNA of the animal, uh, pretty much cloning. I'll leave that for another story. But... Man was created by God, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Now, man did this, or God did this, out in 
the dirt. He took the, the, the water that was coming up from the earth, which made the clay or the dust. Because if you see a, a red dirt clay here in the south, uh, we, we have red dirt clay. And when the wind blows, it, it makes it dusty. And so that is what what was going on here. But when it rains, it it, it kind of kind of kind of cakes up. So the mist that was coming up from the ground was making the ground cake up. And so God planted a garden in Eden and he put the man there. He put the man there as the as a form of of working, giving him a job. And out of the ground, God made every spring and every tree and pleasant to the sight and good for food for man. Because man, he's a, well, he's a vegetarian. He doesn't know anything about meat. He only likes the, the, the fruits and the berries of the trees that God has created for him. So God takes the man... And he puts him in the garden to work it and keep it. And over in verse 16 of the second chapter of Genesis, God gives man this command. He says to him, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, I want you to hold on to that word, surely. It can be found in the second chapter of Genesis, the 17th verse. And it's the first word before the word die, surely. Because God is letting man know that if you disobey this order, if you disobey this command, if you go against what I'm telling you to do, you shall surely die. He didn't say when, he didn't say how. He just said, you shall surely die. Now notice, this isn't an eyewitness account because man hasn't, hasn't written anything yet. This story is told to Moses who is going to write this story later on down, 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 down in his life. But here God tells the man what he can and cannot do. So man has limitations. Man is limited in the things that he can do because God is giving him limits. And see, God himself is not limited by anything. He is limitless to everything. But this is what I mean in the likeness where God is unlimited, but man is limited. But man is created in the likeness of God. So as your children, man and woman or husband and wife, when you make children, you're making children in your likeness and they too have limits. Just like you have limits, just like this man has limits. So man has been instructed by God to not eat from this tree. And so my going into, to, uh, this leads me to, to my next point is the creation of the woman. Woman was created by God. Just as man was created by God, 
Point number two, woman was created by God. Before the woman was created, God gave man a job. He gave him, he gave man all the livestock to name, all the birds of the air to name, all the fish of the sea to name, and all the beasts of the field to name. And whatever he called them, that is what their name would be. So we have every animal on the earth. We have a name to every animal on the earth thanks to him because he did it. And so while he while he did that, God, God noticed. Now, again, this doesn't catch God by surprise, but God noticed that every animal had a partner, a male and a female. One to the other. Now, this is done so that the male and the female can reproduce and make others like itself. I'm touching on some points here about the process of reproduction, male and female. They can only reproduce themselves. A male and a male cannot reproduce themselves. A female and a female cannot reproduce themselves. Only a male and a female can reproduce themselves because that is the way God designed them. That is the way God created them. And that is how they're supposed to live. But we don't live in that. Well, we never lived in that day and time. We've always lived in the day and time of our own. But I digress. I'll get back to my point being. God saw that man was lonely, that he had no equal to him, like the the beast of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea had equals for them. So what God did was he caused man to fall into a deep sleep. And by doing so, God performed the first surgery. Now, man is not under sin, so man doesn't feel anything. It doesn't hurt him, but he's still under a deep sleep. Why does God do that? Why does God put man into a deep sleep? Because of eyewitness. See, you have to understand, God is a jealous God. He created everything without our permission, but he created everything for our benefit. Because God does not want any of us in our history to look back and say, our ancestor was here when you created that tree. Or you planted that stream or, or that ocean. Because then we are entitled to credit for God's work. And God shares his credit with no one. So that is why man was put into a deep sleep. So that he could not take credit for God's work. While he was asleep, God took a rib from the man and he made woman. So that when the man woke up. When God woke him up, the first thing the man said when he saw the woman was, she is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now, why is she called woman? Because she was taken out of man. Well, we know that being taken out of man, she has the likeness of man, but she is not herself a man. 
because she has a womb that is meant to carry children in. So she is womb men. She is the likeness of man, but she is not a man. She can never be a man, no matter how hard she tries. And a man cannot be a woman, no matter how hard he tries. And we have some in this world who are trying to be a woman. And we have some who are trying to be a man. And it is impossible to do. It goes against the very laws of God. It goes against the very nature of God. It goes against God himself. God did not make a mistake when he created man and woman. And notice that God gives this statement. In second Genesis, the 24th verse, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Now, God gave this decree to them both because God knew that they would be parents because their purpose for being created was to was to produce children, to multiply themselves to create likenesses of themselves. They would become parents. They would become father and mother to the reproductions of themselves. So he was telling, so he gave them this instruction to give to, to their offspring, knowing that they could not hold on to them, these children, but they would have to go leave and then reproduce themselves as husband and wife becoming fathers and mothers uh, of their own. And the Bible says in verse 25 that they were both naked and were not ashamed. Now that leads me th to my, my third point. The third point being man disobeyed God. This is where hate comes from. Hate comes from disobedience. Hate comes from, or disobedience comes from not listening. Going against the very thing that you were told not to do. Uh, uh, disregarding instruction. So many things, so many, so, so, so many other ways you can say this. But disobedience is the reason why Hate is in the world, among other things. Disease is in the world. Murder is in the world. Adultery is in the world. Homosexuality is in the world. Wayward thinking is in the world. You know, it all falls back to disobedience. So over in Genesis chapter 3, We, uh, the first verse, we see the serpent who is more crafty than any other beast of the field God had made. Simply because the serpent 
has a split tongue. Which means he can have one conversation with two people at the same time. So you don't get that from from the beast of the field. See, the beast of the field only has one tongue, one long tongue to reach its food to eat with. But the serpent, the serpent has a split tongue. And he spits the tongue out so quick, so fast that you miss it. You ever watch nature shows and they show serpents on nature shows and they're sneaking up on their prey and that tongue comes out at the resolution of so many thousands uh, resolutions to slow it down. You can see that it is split right down the middle and it, it goes left and right. That means that that tongue can do two things at once. It can detect the dew, the temperature. It can detect, detect uh, where the location of the prey is. I, you know, I, I mean, I, I watch a lot of nature shows and I can tell you it works. Trust me, I, I, that, that serpent is 90, up in the 90s, I think somewhere 96% uh, getting its prey once it locks on to that prey. Well, right here, the serpent locks on to the woman. Locks on to the woman. He comes to the woman and he says, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Now, the woman was not given the same instruction as the man. If, if you're confused about that, go back to Genesis 2.16. The Lord God commanded the man saying. So the serpent over here in chapter three is telling the woman did God actually say. She don't know what God actually said because she wasn't there when God said it. But look who the serpent went to first. Look who the conversation is with. It's with the woman. So the woman answers him. The woman said to him, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it lest you die. Hmm. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, here is where I give credit to man. I do. I give, I, give, I give all credit to man because man did his due diligence in trying to protect his wife. He did. He did that. And I, and I give man credit for that because a man is supposed to protect his home. He's supposed to protect his family. He's supposed to protect his wife. And he did do that. He told her not to touch it. So it goes to show that he told her the instructions of God. That's how she knew. She knew because her husband told her what not to do. Now, I want you to remember this word I'm about to say when I read this next sentence. Verse four. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. I'm going to stop right there. Remember over in chapter two, 
verse 17, the second to the last word, surely. God said, surely die. But the serpent is telling the woman not surely die. See, you have to be careful with words because words can make other words sound so sweet. What, 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 what's happening here is the serpent is using the words against God. That's what he's doing. See, you have to be very careful of the words you use towards others and be extremely careful to listen to the words that come to you because words hide words. So be very careful with that. See, the serpent, he was able to get in because he said not surely die using the same word as God, but adding a word of his own, not. Now, where does that conversation go from there? Because remember, he has the split tongue. So he's carrying on two conversations at one time. So he's no longer talking to the woman who has no knowledge. He's talking to the man who has knowledge. When he said not surely, because he's taken man back to surely die or shall surely die. You see, let, let, let me explain something to you real quick. The enemy's power, Satan's power is only effective in our past. Only effective in our past, which is why he's able to go back a chapter and tell man to his face using God's word surely, but adding a word of his own not to make man see perhaps God lied. That's what's happening here. He is trying to make man see perhaps God lied to him. So he tells the woman, for God knows when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good from good and evil. Now, he said this to the woman, but remember his split tongue. Again, he's not talking to the woman. He's talking to the man through the man's past, what the man has been through. Because the woman is fresh on the scene. The man has been there for, 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 for some time. Because we got, there, there was no time clock. We only, we're, we're, we're only going by a breakdown of, of the writings of Moses. But there is no time clock. So we can't put a time to this or how long it was before this, these events happened. All we have is the writings of what happened. So hearing this, man is now intrigued on his own. I can be like God. Wow. And I won't surely die. He's intrigued now. Now, it takes proof. This is where science comes into play because science needs proof of something being tested to be considered right or wrong, good or bad. So the woman 
when she saw that the that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. There has been an age old argument. Where was the man in this situation? And I can very honestly tell you. He was standing right next to his wife. He was standing right next to her. And he saw. This woman, his woman, his wife, take a bite out of that fruit and eat it. And believe what he saw, not surely die. And was swept away because of a lie. Because of a lie. When he ate that fruit because of a lie, hate came into the world. Hate was born into the world. What that serpent did was he impregnated man with the ability of immortality. And it was not promised to him. It was not given to him. It was not passed upon him because there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Then there was the tree of life, the tree of immortality, the tree of everlasting life. But because of man doing this, man ate. And the Bible says, then their eyes were open. Both of them, their eyes were open. And somehow they knew they were naked simply because man disobeyed God. They knew they were naked. I want to stop right there. And I want to talk a little bit about the effect of the disobedience of man. You see, from that time to this time, man has done everything in his power to destroy himself, to take away the very essence of himself because of his hate for God. Because I'm going to I'm going to continue this study. I'm going to do it in two parts. So I consider this part one, but I'm going to I'm going to do this in two parts and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go back in. I'm going to deal a little bit more with this because this is such a broad subject. And this is so rich with information that it has to be done in just more than one part. So I'm going to do this again, but I want to stop right here because Our past is the enemy's playground, is the the serpent's uh, power. It is where people become hate-filled because of the past. And again, as I said, I want to I want to do this in in two parts. I'm going to I'm going to pick up on this possibly tomorrow. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about hate and in the past of hate. So as I close this message today, I want to I want to say a quick prayer. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespassers as we forgive those who trespass against us. And deliver us from evil. Yeah, that. I think I said that right. <laughs> it's a learning curve. I thank you again for listening. And I look forward to doing this again uh, tomorrow. Thank you and God bless.